Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Conservation Diaries, a National Park Service podcast. I am your host, Lucy Hurlbutt, and in these episodes, we are featuring youth from around the world volunteering in national parks through the National Park Service's International Volunteers in Parks program. Sometimes called IVIP for short, this program brings many talented people from different cultural, educational, and professional backgrounds to gain experience to work in conservation-related fields in National Park Service sites and programs. Our agency also has the opportunity to learn from their knowledge and perspective. While this podcast series focuses on youth, the International Volunteers and Parks program is open to all ages. Our guest today is Josefina Pohamer Aliaga, a graduate from the University of Chile. Her studies and interest in U.S. cultural and indigenous history brought her to the National Park Service in search of her next career journey. Uh, so I thought, well, volunteering one of these parks, any park in the U.S., they are actually very beautiful, so it would be fun. Um, so, yeah, in, in the beginning, the main thing for me was uh, being able to work with nature because I, I, I love the outdoors. Um, but when I got to the program and when I actually started uh, doing the, the job, I, I discovered that I was going to get much more from, from this experience than I was expecting to. Uh, I learned so much. Josefina spent four months volunteering at the Chesapeake and Ohio Canal National Historical Park often called C&O Canal for short. Today, it is one of the most popular national parks in the country, providing a wide variety of recreational opportunities, including hiking, biking, fishing, and camping. She arrived from Chile just as the busy summer season was beginning and was all too happy to jump in and learn on the job. She worked in the Great Falls section of the C&O in various roles, from mule care volunteer, boat volunteer, to billy coat trail steward. Built during the heyday of the canal era, originally the C&O was used for almost 100 years by mule-drawn canal boats to transport coal and other cargo to the ports of Georgetown and Washington, D.C. In the 1950s, there was a movement to pave over the canal and turn it into a parkway. Among those in opposition was U.S. Supreme Court Justice William O. Douglas. Justice William O. Douglas, um, he said, okay, we can't let this happen. Uh, he wrote to one of the newspapers uh, from that time that was uh, doing a, um, a news about, about this uh, highway. And he asked the editors to go on a hike with him along the, the canal that it lasted about eight days, I think. Uh, yeah, it was a long hike um, to show them how amazing this was as as a park, uh, as a place to enjoy nature uh, more than as a highway. So uh, they did the hike uh, and it worked. Uh, the, the editors from different uh, newspapers uh, published articles about uh, how this was a place uh, that we had to protect. Josefina's joy and passion for her duties was infectious. When asked about the mules, she lit up and bubbled over with love for working with Eva, Dolly, Jen, and Julie. 
her attention to the detail in their care, from grooming and feeding to picking pasture and keeping the flies off them, was evident in how the mules responded to her. Eva would follow Josefina every day as she left the paddock to get some extra love. By the conclusion of her time here, she was training and mentoring staff in how to best care for our mules. She was able to give her co-workers and visitors great advice on trails and could give vivid descriptions to help inform visitors' recreating decisions. So, uh, one of the things, oh, it depends on the weather, usually. Uh, a lot of people like to do hiking. We have a, like the most uh, difficult trail in the whole park was in the section I was working at in, at Great Falls. Um, it was called Billy Goat A. Uh, it was like a two, three hours trail and you had to do rock climbing. And usually when it was too hot, uh, we would tell the visitors, try, try to avoid that trail, try to do some other trails. We had some like that would go into the forest uh, not as tiring, not as exposed to the sun. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the most popular things people would do. Some of the notable accomplishments Josefina can claim during her brief time at the CNO Canal were hosting a discussion on the difference between American and Chilean national parks as part of the park's monthly VIP speaker series, engaging new park audiences by developing a guided interpretive walk in Spanish, designing and publishing our next generation of mule trading cards, supporting the park's partner organizations by taking a leadership role during Latino Conservation Week events as well as multiple days of service focused on trash pickup or invasive species removal, helping to identify and provide initial treatment for colic, a potentially deadly condition in Dali, while calling for more experienced assistance and obtaining a Certified Interpretive Guide Certificate from the National Association for Interpretation. It's no wonder that the park voted her its Volunteer of the Year. It was very, very tiring, but super fun. Uh, after that, I learned some other positions in the boat, uh, but the, the other one that I did the most was uh, doing like the ranger talk uh, that we would do uh, on board with the visitors. Um, that was like super challenging for me. I, I usually don't uh, enjoy speaking in public and it's worse if I do it in English. <laughs> uh, but um, it was good uh, to try it and, and see that I was capable of doing that. Josefina's experiences volunteering in the U.S. led her to consider how one's cultural background can be an asset when connecting with visitors. I, I think uh, in any environment, having diversity, it's super important. You get different point of view and uh, you get to connect with people that have different backgrounds and different uh, life experiences. So, yeah, it's it's really great. I think that was very helpful uh, in the way that I could engage and connect with uh, visitors that came from Latin America or had some background uh, or they spoke Spanish. It was much easier to connect with them. I, I noticed that when, when I was talking to someone 
and they uh, discovered that I was from Chile and that I could speak Spanish, they would be much more open, they would ask much more questions. Uh. International visitors have a unique awareness of the National Park Service. Many countries do not have a similar organization that provides cohesive management of policies for their public lands. They sometimes also have fewer resources and less staff. Providing opportunities for young people from other countries to work in the U.S. parks is something that is extremely valuable to gain different experiences for the stewardship of public lands. I think volunteering in, in any park, in any national park in the U.S., uh, I think it's a unique experience. Uh, of course, it won't be uh, exactly the same as mine, but I, I can only imagine it would be amazing. Uh, you only, you don't only get, um, to work, um, with what I think it's, it's one of the most well-organized, uh, park systems in the world, uh, which is the National Park Service. Uh, you also get to work with a very professional people, uh, very committed, uh, co-workers, and you get to see amazing places, uh, amazing landscapes. You get to learn a lot from your coworkers, and I I would also like to add that uh, you can also meet some amazing people and make some great friends, uh, which is something that makes the experience uh, much much better. Josefina credited her international volunteer program with helping her discover the next steps in her career. She discovered what interpretation was and became aware that it could be a profession. As a result, Josefina has decided to pursue a job in a Chilean national park, museum, or historical park, and perhaps undertaking a master's degree in public history in the future. Connecting the U.S. national parks with individuals from other countries makes parks more dynamic. International volunteers bring unique cultural perspectives to them and in turn have experiences that have an impact on their own lives and potentially an impact on conservation in their own countries. The National Park Service's International Affairs Office coordinates programs like the International Volunteers of Parks program that helps the park share its mission with countries around the globe. For more information about the program, you can visit nps.gov slash international cooperation. And remember, there are many opportunities for youth and young adults 15 to 30 years old and veterans 35 years old and younger to work with the National Park Service. To learn more about these jobs, internships, and volunteering opportunities, you can go to nps.gov slash youth programs. Thanks for listening and happy trails.